it's literally a flip. That's the best way I can describe it is you see your life a certain way. You see things a certain way. You see success a certain way. You see people and lives that they live a certain way. And when you finally hear it, you switch it to where now you understand why they're living that way, why they are successful, why they're doing it. And it eliminates that ingrained feeling of successful people are lucky. It's only meant for some people and you can never have it. They have some secret sauce that isn't attainable to you. And they just got, they got, you know, lucky. And it just makes you really dig into, well, why? It starts making you ask those questions. Well, why am I not that special? Well, why don't I have that secret sauce? What is it that I don't have? And you start doing, that's kind of like the snowball effect. Does that make sense? Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Leslie Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Hey, love, big ask. Like, well, not actually, it's not that big. It's actually really simple, but I don't like to ask for help. And this is me asking for help. <laughs> um, we are on a mission to make this podcast in the ears of as many people as possible. And, yes. that, and you actually are a very integral part of that. Yeah, 100%. So here's what I need you to do. Even if you are not listening to us on the Apple podcast. Um, if you could do me a big favor, go into the show notes below, click the link and write a review, like a written review of the podcast, you know, say what you want to say, but write it. Yeah. And more words is better than few words. Yeah. Like, you know, be honest and with more words and, <laughs> and screenshot that, send it to us. We have prizes we're going to give away and everything, but it's just a really big ass. We're on a mission to a hundred written reviews. So yep. you look on it and it's like, oh, she's got 65. That's not enough. Actually. We need your help. We need your help. So thank you. And now on to the episode. Oh my goodness. Welcome back to the be it podcast, the be it till you see it podcast. I'm Lisa Logan and I am beyond grateful that you're here. I'm also completely on fire and cannot wait to take on my whole day um, after just getting off of this interview with Renee Dick. My girlfriend, Renee, I <laughs> we ended the podcast and then we talked for another 30 minutes before she had to start her podcast. So it's safe to say this podcast has lots of gap, lots of ways that you can see yourself in it. And uh, when you get, you have to get to her tips on how to be it till you see it at the end, because mm, I visualized everything that she was saying and it made me even more fired up to do what I have to do for myself today. Um, look, you know, wherever you are, whatever it is that you're trying to be, maybe it is to step into a new group of friends, or maybe it's to step into a new gym or a new job or to start your own thing. Um, there are so many gems in this podcast, and I can't even wait for you to dive in and hear how Renee stepped into a room that she probably didn't feel like she should be in, but she made herself do it anyways. And and how she changed the perspective of that. It's nothing short of inspiring, but also something you can totally do. You can totally do it. And I'm all about bringing you women, and we have a few men, who can help you see 
how you can be it till you see it, that you don't have to have all the answers. And so this whole podcast, I just can't even wait for you to hear it. So I'm not going to keep talking. Renee Dick, as you can find her at Instagram at um, at my girlfriend, Renee. And you can also listen to her on her podcast if you're interested in business tips for small business owners. All of the stuff about her and her amazingness is in the show notes below. So please check it out. And without further ado, well, actually a little ado, we have a little short message for you. And then we'll get to dive into this really fun, really awesome interview with Renee Dick. As you know, you cannot fit you in around everything else. Instead, I have my students schedule their life around their Pilates. I want to give you a free 30-minute Pilates workout. Go to onlinepilatesclasses.com slash beitpod. Again, onlinepilatesclasses.com slash B-E-I-T-P-O-D. And let me help you make time for you. At OPC, our 30-minute workouts help you do life better. Hello. Welcome to the Be It Podcast. Oh my gosh. Okay. So true story. I heard this woman on my friend Amy Ladine's um, podcast and I was doing my Pilates workout and Amy Ladine was a guest on this podcast. She's one of my favorite women in the world. We have an accountability call, accountability call every two weeks. And you came on and I was like talking in the podcast to the two of you as if it was a three-way conversation. And it didn't even occur to me that like you were not actually responding to me. And, <laughs> and I don't even think I waited for the podcast to finish before I was like sharing it, tagging you and like voice damning. Oh my God, I'm in love with you. <laughs> I want to have you in mine. I want to have you in my, um, my communities. And then Amy said, Oh, you have to meet her. Want me to introduce you? And I'm like, we're already talking. We already have a call on Monday. So without further ado, my girlfriend, Renee, why don't you uh, share about who you are and what you do? You know, I'm not surprised this happens all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I get this message daily. Um, Just kidding. No, it was such a fun podcast to do. And it always, that's the beauty about podcasts is it gets you into other people's ears. It gets you into new audiences where you can become new friends and not just sit on Instagram and hope to be seen. So it's just a great way to really, you know, fast forward the connection. Um, And I think you meet such good people. Um, So I'm so excited to be here. It's going to be such a fun topic today. Yeah. Thank you for being here. So Renee, I mean, you are my girlfriend Renee on Instagram and, and the way Amy was always saying, my girlfriend, Renee, my girlfriend, Renee. <laughs> and so I just want to know, how did you decide to be my girlfriend, Renee? And also what do you do? <laughs> I know everybody always who says that, like, cause it could be, I could be a hooker. Like, and nobody knows exactly <laughs> what my girlfriend <laughs> Renee is. And I'm like, that's where branding comes in. Right. Because you have to know and see, cause once you see me, you get it. But when you hear it, you're yeah. like, my girlfriend, Renee, what? Um, but no, I, so I started my business in 2019. I was at a women in business conference. I had like no computer, no nothing. I used to be a hairstylist. I've always worked for myself. I did like hairstyling and then I was a, um, spray tan technician. And so I became a stay at home mom. And I was like, kind of going down that rabbit hole of like, this isn't the life I'm supposed to live. I was not living in my purpose. I can go down that whole rabbit hole, but blanket statement. I wasn't living my purpose. And my husband was like, girl, you need something. So I go to this woman in business conference and I was like, I'm going to start a blog. My husband told me I need to start a blog. I'm going to do it. And so I did. And I was coming up with the name and I was like, okay, what am I going to call this thing? You know what I mean? I don't really know. I I don't know what my content's going to be. It's more like lifestyle. And it took me back to my hairstylist days where people would say, where do you get your hair done? Who does your hair? And everybody would always say like, oh, you got to go to my girlfriend, Renee, or who does your spray tan? Oh, my girlfriend, Renee does it. So that's how my girlfriend Renee was born and it just hit. It was perfect. 
I love that. So I, I love the story behind things that I think some people may get a little harder. Like, I don't know what to call this. And like, people are taking their time to figure out what to call something. And it's oftentimes, if you just look back to when you were having the most fun, the name is in there. So I, I know that you mentioned just briefly, like you weren't living in your purpose. And I think that I, I think it's easy for people to go, Oh yeah, I understand that. But like on a surface level. And then I think if you ask someone like, well, what does that mean? So everyone not living their purpose to me, it's very different. It looks different for everybody. So, and, and also if you've never really lived in your purpose, it's, it's kind of hard to know because you could just go your life without living in your purpose. And it's like the same. So how did you, I mean, he was awesome to like, say, Hey, what's up? <laughs> we need to do something here. Um, awesome husband. But what, what, what were the feelings that you were having that were like, you're not living in your purpose? Well, you immediately, I think it's that feeling of like, you know, you're supposed to be doing something, right? You can't put your name on it. You don't know exactly what it is, but you know that there's something missing. You have this for me on to be a hundred percent real with you guys. I was so negative. I was insecure. I was jealous. I was competitive. And it was all of these feelings that weren't me. Like normally, you know, you're happy, whatever. But when, when you start to get down this spiral of you can't be happy for anybody, like anytime somebody would win, I would be negative. Or anytime somebody would be doing something, I would be sitting in my mind like, well, what does she have that I don't? And it wasn't in a good way. And I can feel it going deeper and deeper and harder and harder. I just couldn't be happy for anybody. And it wasn't like I can say, you know, there was a reason behind it. There wasn't a reason. I just personally could not figure out why I was one, getting anxiety, two, why I couldn't be happy for anybody, why I was so negative. And the more I, the more personal development, and this didn't come overnight or anything. I've put in a lot of years of personal development to get to this point, but it was because I wasn't living my purpose. I wasn't channeling who I am supposed to be on this planet. Like, who I'm supposed to do, who I'm supposed to speak to. And I wasn't channeling that. I was living a subpar version of me. And the way that I've heard it explained perfectly, it's from David Meltzer. He says like, all successful people feel this pressure, right? You feel this pressure of like something and you can't really name it. It's not people that put this pressure on you. It's yourself. And he says, all successful people must be what they can be. And ever since I heard that, it made total sense. I was negative. I was complaining. I was not happy for anybody because I wasn't happy with who I was. And that is where the switch happened. And that's where I started to do the personal development. That's when I knew I had to catch up to my girlfriend, Renee, who she's really meant to be. Oh, okay. I have heard that quote before. And I, it's like, I think it needs to be on a shirt and it needs to be on a picture. It needs to be on people's phones because it is true. There's this, um, I think for some people in my life who are like, well, you're working so hard, you're working so hard. And I'm like, you have to understand like not working, like not working <laughs> doesn't make me feel better. It actually makes me feel like I'm not my purpose. And there is a balance there. Like there's, I don't know if it was you and I were talking about this, that there's a difference between a hustle and a hassle. Was that you in a conversation? Somebody, I was talking with someone a couple of weeks ago and about when, about when we met and I was like, you know, I don't think, I feel like hustle gets a bad rap because there is a hustle to working, but when it's a hassle, that's where it's different. But I do, I do think that you're right. When you're a successful person, there is a pressure that isn't from you and it's not from other people, but it is because you know that you have this, like this place to be on this planet and there's this pool. And if you are not going that direction, then it's very easy to drop into that negative vibe. And then if 
by chance, the people in your life are those people already because they're not in their purpose. Then it's just like such an easy spiral. And I, I remember I had to move towns. I lived in Orange County. I lived in Newport Beach and I had to move to LA with a girl I just met because <laughs> I just needed to be, I was like, I have to change my environment and the old, I'm just going to move. I'm going to tell everyone I transferred. <laughs> I'm going to move and I'm going to make new friends because I couldn't, it was really hard to be that positive person when everyone was being that negative vibe. And if you are trying to do that personal development and try to change, you kind of have to put some boundaries in place. And so when you started doing your personal development, what, what, I mean, what changes did you see first? What changes did you have to make? Because if you, it's not like you got there overnight to being in that negative space. So you kind of, there's things you have to do, right? Dude, it's a constant battle. It's not just like, we just did a podcast episode on this, like personal development. Isn't like a diet that you can just do. And once you lose the weight, you're, you're done forever. Right. It's like the same thing with personal development. You can't just be like, yes, I accomplished personal development. I'm done. Like it doesn't work like that. It just keeps coming back because you keep bringing back these old feelings. It's a lifetime of crap that you have to fix or recorrect, correct, or retraject or whatever the word is. But with me, it was, I think when you start, I started listening to podcasts and my husband had a two hour commute. So he was listening to podcasts. I didn't even know podcasts were a thing. I'm like, what is a podcast? Like AM radio, you know, will people listen to this? Like, what are you talking about? And he's like, <laughs> I, I remember the day my friend was like, are you listening to the serial podcast? That's what got me into podcasts was serial, which I think is where everyone probably got into it. But, so but I was funny. like, I don't even, is this on your radio? Is it AM? How do I find this? Legit. I was like, what is a podcast? But he had such a long commute that he had to find other things to entertain himself on the road besides the radio. So he started listening to um, Andy Frisella's podcast. And he was like, you should probably listen to this guy. And I was like, okay. So I started listening to him and I had, he had like 15 F-bombs in the first like 10 seconds. And I was like, done. This is my guy. Wrap (laughs) it up. Like, here we go. And it just, the one thing is it makes you see things differently it switch. It's like this flip you get. It's literally a flip. That's the best way I can describe it is you see your life a certain way. You see things a certain way. You see success a certain way. You see people and lives that they live a certain way. And when you finally hear it, you switch it to where now you understand why they're living that way, why they are successful, why they're doing it. And it eliminates that ingrained feeling of successful people are lucky. It's only meant for some people and you can never have it. They have some secret sauce that isn't attainable to you. And they just got, they got, you know, lucky. And it just makes you really dig into, well, why it starts making you ask those questions. Well, why am I not that special? Well, why don't I have that secret sauce? What is it that I don't have? And you start doing, that's kind of like the snowball effect. Does that make sense? It, you're, it, Absolutely makes sense. And I think it's like, you know, we see evidence for which we believe to be true as well. And our ears pick up on things. I think that our subconscious is also trying to attract and trying to understand. And when you listen to a podcast, first of all, even if you're in a negative space, you're not like, let me find the most negative podcast. Like, that's just not what you're going to find because (laughs) that doesn't sound fun. And people aren't really, I I don't know, maybe people are putting out negative podcasts, but most of the time you're going to be like, oh, I'm listening to Annie Frisella. And your brain's going to start to hear all this positive stuff. And then because our subconscious is so malleable, the more positive stuff you put in, it outweighs all those negative thoughts. And so it really does start to help train the brain. And you start to hear the things you're like, oh, oh, so that's how they do it. Oh, I can do that. And it breaks things down. And I, 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 I think that I think for a lot of people, 
podcasts are such a great way for personal development and it's free. Like you don't have to pay for it. Even if the podcast is like, if you join this thing, then you get no ads. I'm like, give me all the ads. I want to hear about the new stuff. (laughs) I want to support, but like, I think, um, I hope that more people are seeing that you don't have to go to some seven day retreat, no knock on those. I do retreats, but like, you don't have to have the money and the time to do that. You can literally make your commute, your personal development time. And so you listen to Annie Frisella and then you, what made you start to um, want to work for yourself was like between the podcast and the women in business. What was the the leap there? Well, I've always like worked for myself. I just didn't know I worked for myself. Like I didn't know it was called something. I just thought I I was a hustler. I'm like, I always found ways to make money. If I needed money, I figured out a way to do it. And I don't do well with people telling me what to do. I never went to call. I went to beauty school, so I didn't have to go to college. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I went to all of these things to immediately get out of the norm. Like my mom worked nine to five my whole life. Like I didn't understand. I knew that wasn't going to be my path. I'm like, she worked there for 20 years, nine to five, Monday through Friday, every single day. I'm like, what is this life? Like I knew I never wanted to do that ever since forever. And so, um, once I kind of started like listening to that, I was like, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. Like I didn't understand it. I was like, oh, I just don't like to work. Like, you know what I mean? But I did. I just like to work for myself. (laughs) I guess I was just stingy. I don't know how to keep all the money. I have no idea. So when I went to that women in business workshop and I met 30 other women that were CEOs, entrepreneurs, business owners, and I was like, holy crap, I'm not weird. Like I find myself (laughs) like, oh my gosh, I'm normal. And I actually want to be around these people. Like the conversations were different. And so it kind of lit that fire even more that, hey, you have something here. And the way that I stood out and I embraced my confidence because I didn't have anything. And I was either like, okay, you're going to go to this workshop with 30 other women that are business owners. And you're coming in with never even send a damn email because when I did hair, it was all handwork. You know, I never even owned a computer. I'm like, you have two choices. You can sit in the back and be quiet and say, okay, I'm, I don't belong here. These people are way too advanced for me, or I can own this shit. And I decided to own it. So I made the most biggest presence I think I can ever do in my life. And that's where it kind of started where I was like, all right, I'm going to do this and I'm never going to look back. Okay. So that is insane. I think a lot of women listening to this have been in that exact same place, whether it's going to a fitness class and they're like, I've never worked out before. And so they like, I taught in group fitness, y'all. I know where you sat. You sat in the back row. Guess where I sat the first time I did Pilates. I was like, how far in the back could I go? And little did I know the teacher sat in the middle. So I was in the front row anyways. And (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) and whenever I go to a spin class, I'm like, (laughs) I don't do this at all. Now with COVID, I have everything in my house now, but, um, I hated going to a spin class. I'm like, I don't in the front row. Cause this guy's going to come off the bike and he's going to look at me and try to motivate me. And I'm like, I just want to be in the back. But I think a lot of people go into these rooms and they know they feel the same way. I don't have a business or I don't know what I'm doing in a Zumba class, or I don't know, I'm going to take a writing class and I don't, I actually don't know how to write. So they sit in the back and you're, you asked yourself this question. I could sit in the back and be quiet and think that I'm not good enough, or I can make a big presence. And so you said confidence. Do you think that like, was there a time in your life that you were like, I'm just going to be in the front of the room or what, what did you tell yourself each day in that conference to like get up and get in the front of the room? Or was it just that as soon as you did that, everyone embraced you? Like I, I kind of want to feel like I'm in that room with you. Well, you think about it. You, the hardest part is deciding to go, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's the hardest part. Once you realize like, holy shit, I hopped on the plane by myself. Holy crap, I'm staying at this hotel by myself. Holy crap, I just got an Uber. Like all of these things that you're like, <laughs> I just did all of this stuff by myself. 
that doesn't seem as hard because I'm like, okay, I just paid a lot of money to be here. So am I going to get my money's worth or am I going to throw this money in the trash? That was my first thing was like, I, I told my husband, I wasn't working. I was a stay-at-home mom. So I was like, I just told him, I was like, I have this pull on my heart. I have to go to this conference. He's like, go. And so I wasn't going to let him down, right? That was another thing. I was like, he believed in me. And if I go in and I just sit there and say, hi, my name's Renee. Nice to meet everybody. Does that serve me or him or my son? No, I went to go kick some ass and figure out what's wrong with me. That's what I went for because I was tired of being who I was. I was exhausted. I was devastated. I was negative. I was just, I needed help. And so I had that option to say, okay, I'm going to be scared and just not get my money's worth, or I'm going to soak every last penny out of this thing because it costs a lot to get there. And so that's kind of the choice. And what was really cool is like, so the first day, you know how you do introductions, right? Like anytime you go to a conference, like, hi, what do you do? You know what I mean? (laughs) It's like, so I... They started going down the line and everybody would just stand in their chair, like we're at de- like tables and they would stand at their chair and they'd stand up, they look at everybody. And you know how like when everybody's introducing yourself, you're not really listening. You're like, oh my God, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? It's almost my turn. I have three more people till my turn. What am I going to say? <laughs> I, I, I have a story to share. We'll keep going. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you literally are not listening to anything Jessica just said because you're like, holy shit, I got to talk in front of people. So I was doing that in my head and I'm like, okay. Renee, you, what are you going to say? Like all these people are like, I'm the CEO of this and I have 30 employees. And I'm like, I'm going to get up here and be like, yo, I got an iPhone. Like, what am I going to say? So <laughs> I was like trying to figure it out. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to own this. So when it comes to my turn, I walk up to the front of the room on like the stage. And I'm like, I'm Renee. I have no business. This is what I'm here for. Never send an email, but I'm here to do something. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to do it. So I, and then I sit down. And everybody's like, well, okay. And then every single person after that went up on stage to introduce themselves. Every single one. And I knew I had something. I was like, Chills. Okay, you can't see this if you're listening, but I have like the chicken skin all over my body. That is amazing. Because every single person, and it was almost like, I didn't, I didn't know that now or then, but I know it now. Like I gave them the confidence to do that. I took the first step and I made that okay, right? I made it to where it was okay. I went through. So that's how I run my business too, is like, I go first in all aspects of business. And then I come back, I report all bloody, all bruised. And I say, don't wear these shoes. You're going to need this tool. You're going to need this knowledge. And this is how you do it. And that is kind of how I've built my business is like, I go first, I eliminate the fear and I report back to you. So your journey is a little bit easier. I give you the confidence to go forward because we all need that. We do. We all need somebody to push us forward. And I'm more than happy to do it. Oh, amazing. Okay. So I've been in that room. My first time I went in the mastermind, first of all, you know, I just, the year before I just spent like $30,000 on Pilates equipment. And so I'm sitting in this room, it's like February. And I tell my husband, I'm like, I want to do this mastermind. I need to be in there. Like, I feel like I have gone as far as I can on my own. We know all the things I've read all the books and we're not scaling. Like we're keep hitting the same numbers and I keep having to trade time for money nothing wrong with that. But like, I know that my purpose is to help more bodies do Pilates. And I can't do that teaching one at a time. So I need to be in this room. And he's like, okay, well, you know, if it helps, we're not buying $30,000 of equipment this year. (laughs) So, so I didn't spend 30,000, but I did spend thousands and I go in this room and the part of me wanted to be in the back row, right? Like I was like, I, I walk in and there's like six rows of tables and two sides. And all the back row seats were taken and the next row seats were taken. And I was like, you know what? You paid a lot of money, get in the front row. 
<laughs> and so I was able to get into the second to the front row and they went alphabetical order. So I'm a Leslie Logan, which means I'm dead middle, no matter how they do alphabetical. first name, last name, I'm in the middle. And you had to do a brag. You had to brag about like something you've done. And then you had to say why you're there and what your strengths were. Well, I was raised like, don't brag. It's not attractive. Nobody wants to hear you brag. And so be quiet. <laughs> you should be seen, not heard. That was like, you know, so I'm like, brag, what do I have to brag about? Like, I'm just, this is me when you're out of your purpose. I'm like, I'm just a Pilates teacher. Like these people were going up there. The first person to go up there was Amy Ladine. So guess what she did? Seven figure fitness business. And I was like, <laughs> well, we need to know her and what I'm going to say now. And so I like, but I, so I was like, you was like, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? And finally I said, just stop thinking about it and just listen what other people are saying. And what I realized was we make people, we make think people are further along than they are. We make people like this big thing. And we, we interpret that their success is like much bigger than we could ever have. And so when I got up there and I said, my brag, I was like, well, I've written a book. I've read a book and I've traveled over, I travel over a hundred thousand miles a year to teach Pilates. I have a retreat house in Cambodia. Here's my strengths and ideas machine. And here's what I'm here for. Right. And I sat down and people came up to me afterwards and they're like, you have so much confidence. <laughs> I was like, mm, almost bought my pants up there. But the truth is when you own it and you celebrate your wins, people don't see how scared you are on the inside. They only hear like what you said. And they too are so like, I don't know why I'm here. And then we all, you just ripped the bandaid off. So when you went up there and you just gave people permission, you ripped this bandaid off to make everyone feel comfortable. And then they were like, I need to be friends with my girlfriend, Renee. <laughs> she makes me feel comfortable. Okay. So now, um, since then you have started your blog and you have started your business and, um, what, since, you know, I mean, you've done so well in the last couple of years, but you had to, you had to be this business girl before you're this business girl. So how did you do that? It's so crazy. Cause it's evolving, right? Like now when I look back of where I started the blog, it taught me what I needed to know, which I'm so thankful for, but it isn't my thing. Like I don't, it's the, it's the last on the train versus the first, um, or the first stop, however you want to call it. But I needed to know that. So it's like this, it's so funny because you think in the time you have to know everything now. And when you decide something, it's your end all be all. And that's like, never, that's it. it's in, it's in concrete. Can't change it. Yeah. And people think that when they start their blog or they start their thing, they're like, okay, so the name is so important because if I do my name, then I'm locked into it. And it's like, you're not, nobody's locking you into anything. If I would have thought that I would have stayed where I was, I wouldn't be where I'm at. I wouldn't have all these opportunities, all these businesses that I run and branches of my business. If I would have said, my name is Renee, I'm a blogger, that's all I have. And I would have stopped there and like stopped, you know, evolving and stopped learning and stopped taking on more opportunities. I wouldn't be who I'm supposed to be, but it evolves over time. And I think that's the hangup a lot of people have is that they think that once they start, that's their, it's it. That's it. That's their path. And it's not, right. it's, a, it's, a, it's ever changing. Yeah. Well, um, uh, humble, the poet in his book, I think I don't actually know what the book's called. Anyways, it's on Brad's desk. We bought it. <laughs> we put it in Amazon cart and one of us bought it. Um, but he has a quote that says we are constructs, not concrete. And so you're always changing. And if you think of yourself as concrete, then you are going to limit yourself and you're going to actually 
feel like you're not in alignment. You're not in your purpose. And it's going to get really hard because it's not fun to just be, to just stay what you were 10 years ago or two years ago. Like your body isn't the same. Like my skin is not the same as last year. So, (laughs) so I mean, I think that's really cool that you, you welcome that and you appreciate that. And then you don't let, you didn't let, okay, I'm going to start with this Be This is all I do. You actually kept going and, and seeing what you attracted. And, um, I, I, I agree. Like, I, I feel like if I just stayed teaching Pilates and I was like, oh, I'm only a Pilates teacher. So I only teach Pilates. Well, no, actually I teach business. <laughs> you know, my husband and I like to give dating advice out. It's super fun. <laughs> you know, in my next life, I'll just actually be a dating coach. That would be really fun. <laughs> so, um, all right. So you, that blog though, led to you creating more. And so you have an amazing community that you've created. And how did that come? Like, what was, what was that? Because I think it's really hard to, um, for people to take the next step. Cause they do think they need to see the whole picture. And it's, I don't know. Did you know the whole picture? I'm someone who sees the picture and then knows the first next step. That's me. <laughs> no, not even close. I would love to be that person. I know I have a vision, right? There's this blurry vision. That's just my best self down the road. Like I know she's there but I don't know how I'm getting there. Right. So with me, I started the blog and I was so, like I said, I was so in that point where this is where people were still shady. Like nobody shared what they were doing. All the people that had the cool profiles were still like, you know, trying to hide behind the curtain. Like I'm so cool. And I was just sick of it. Right. I was like, nobody wanted to help. Nobody cared. Everybody was insecure. That was before like community over competition was like a thing. Um, so (laughs) I was like building my own website from scratch, right? Like my husband and I built my blog and people were like, well, how did you do that? You don't, they knew me because my followers were, you know, my friends and family. And they were like, how the hell are you doing this? You were a hairstylist. You were a stay at home mom. How are you building a blog? And so I would share and I'm like, well, I'm doing this. And then I would, I'd be like, well, I want a cool Instagram, like all these other bitches, like, you know what I mean? And I was like, I'm going to figure out how to do it. So I would, and then I would share it. And I'd be like, this is how I found it. This is how I do it. Take it or leave it. And so my content started shifting to answer questions from people that were like, what are you doing? How are you doing this? Blah, blah, blah. And so my content started shifting to that. And that's how I started attracting other small business owners because it was like, well, I want my Instagram to look like that too. Well, I need a blog too. And it was just kind of like teaching through what I was learning. And so my friend was like, hey, you should start a boutique. You like taking pictures of yourself because I needed to monetize somewhere. I was just doing all this stuff for free. And I right. was like, eventually I got to make money somehow. I didn't know how I was going to make some it. money. <laughs> right. I'm like, I got to make money up in this bitch. So I started a boutique and I was like, why not? Googled it, figured it out, started selling clothes. And I thought I was crushing it. I was like, dude, I am crushing it. I have this babe support babes tea. It's selling out month after month and I'm crushing it. I'm making all this money. And my husband was like, no, 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 you're not. You're selling the small. You're not selling the largest, Renee. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, you think you're making money because you're selling out of your smalls. But with wholesale, you have to buy in multiples of six. Too small, too medium, Mm -hmm. too large. You're selling your smalls. Your larges and your mediums are stacking up over there. And I'm sick of looking at them. And I was like, oh, crap. (laughs) So he's like, you need to make your own shirts so that you can control the inventory and you can control your spending. And I'm like, all right, fine. I don't know how to do that. And he's like, well, figure it out. I'm like, well, fine. So I did just prove them wrong, <laughs> figure it out, start making my own shirts. And people were tagging, like, so people would tag me in their stories. And then the girls would be like, oh, well, I want to meet with her. She's a small business owner. She's in your shirt. Well, she's in your shirt. Well, I'm in your shirt. And then I started a Facebook group because all the girls were like, well, we want to connect. And so that's kind of how the community was born. So it wasn't 
hey, I'm going to create shirts and build a community. It was, I'm learning that I'm failing at making money because my inventory is just sitting here. I'm thinking I'm crushing it to now I'm making my own shirts and the girls are connecting because they're seeing you're wearing community over competition. Well, you're wearing community over competition. We should probably connect. And so it kept evolving and reaching that next level. That's how the subscription was born because I was like, well, this is super fun. Why not get a tea delivered to your door every month? And then after it started growing, it was like everything I did got me to the next step, if that makes sense. So the more I shared, the more it attracted this type of customer. Then I started listening every single time to my customer and that's how it evolved. It wasn't me deciding to go for it. It was my customer and me working together to evolve my business. It's basically that action brings clarity 100%. Oh like, my gosh. Yeah. And, and whether or not you're listening to going, Leslie, I don't, I don't want to make sure it's like, no, see yourself in this. All she did was take action. Then she listened and she got clarity and then she took action and then she listened and she took clarity. She didn't wait to have all the puzzle pieces figured out before she actually started to go and do the thing. Like I, 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 when I started OPC, all I knew was that I wanted more people doing Pilates. And I was like, people have access to this and I'm traveling a lot. So now my clients will have access to me while I'm traveling. And then as it grew, they're like, oh, I would love to know what other people are feeling with the classes. And I was like, oh yeah, we should do this. And so now there's a Facebook group. And now that Facebook group is hundreds of people having the best time talking about their Pilates practice, cheering each other on, asking how their kids are doing. And I did not see that when I was creating, I was like, this is the problem I want to solve. Here's how I'm going to solve it. I listened to the people. And then, so that's really amazing. And even if you're not trying to do business, if you're just trying to figure out like what hobby you want to do to make yourself feel better on the weekend, take action and then listen, like listen and see, did that make me feel better? No, it actually made me feel stressful. Pick a new one. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so, I, I love that because it's, it's something that I, I hundred percent believe I'm gifted with that. Like I, I act now think later where like my husband is the complete opposite. He's literally the planner times a thousand. Every piece has to be perfectly laid out 10 steps ahead. Everything that can happen will have like, he's one of those. And I am Was your husband on boy scout. No, which is funny. Okay. He's just like a, just this planner guy. He's like a thinker. Like he thinks 24 seven and so he's yeah. very type a, and I'm very like jump now. And like, we'll figure it out later as I'm in the air. Yeah. I'm that kind of person. <laughs> so I'm lucky that I have that because a lot of people let that stop them to where everything has to be perfect before they take action. And that's never going to happen. It's never yeah. going to be like you think it is. And you have to take action. And trust me, the freaking net will appear every single time. As long as you're doing it right and you're living in your, you're leading with your heart and not your ego, everything's yeah. always going to be taken care of. Everything. I have no, no doubt in my mind. Well, about and that. I agree because for, unless you're a brain surgeon, yeah, right? Like most of us, the things that we're going to do, if you leap, then that is going to appear, especially if you have to leap, whether you see the net or not. And I think like, I think it was Brene Brown who was in a podcast years ago. And she said that that thing is like the leap and the net will appear. She's like, I want people to think about like, what would you do even if you didn't see the net? Like, what if you just like, even if you couldn't see the net, what would you do anyways? And I am someone who's like, if I can't get something off my mind, I have to do it just so that I can like, just stop thinking about it. And then it's like trying things on, right? It's like, I do it and I'm like, Oh, actually I really like that. Or, Oh, this could be really cool for. So I'm again, ideas machine. So sometimes things aren't for me, they're for others, but, um, my husband is an Eagle scout. So, you know, we have everything and he really does like to plot things out, but he does. He's not so type a in that when we booked our honeymoon, we only booked our first flight 
and our last flight. We actually did not book the flights in between. <laughs> and we went to three countries <laughs> and, oh and it was like, like a couple months before we're like, okay, so where do we want to go? Cause we have a flight to Thailand and we have a flight from Japan, but we don't have anything to get us from Thailand. Oh, that's a hard pass. I mean, I'm even not even close to Taipei and that makes me have anxiety. So heck no. <laughs> <laughs> so, but when he, but when we actually traveled, we had a Dropbox folder that was downloaded to the phone. So we didn't even have internet with every single flight, every single day's itinerary, all the visas, all the things. And was he, he was in a band. So we went on like a basic tour. We went on nine flights in 14 days, three countries, all these things. And, um, I was like, can we do this? He's like, oh yeah, trust me. I've been, <laughs> this is how you tour. So, but he's, he will figure out the steps, but he's willing to let me go a little bit. I have to sell him on the idea a little bit, but he, he will take the vision and then like break it down to at least that I can get started. <laughs> oh my God, bless. I could never do that in my lifetime. <laughs> so, okay. So now that you, um, now that you have your community and it's th- and you're two years in and you're listening to this, um, what are you, what are you feeling called to do right now? Like, what are you kind of being it right now till you see it? Can you share? I mean, so, maybe, yeah. So maybe I I'm just, on the spot. um, so forever I was, I've been using Pinterest to grow my blog because like I said, I didn't know what I was doing. And I was like, well, I've made this blog and why is nobody coming to see my amazingness? Uh, so I started Googling <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, Pinterest is the biggest traffic, traffic driver, whatever. So I literally spent year just diving in on Pinterest and growing my traffic through Pinterest. And people kept saying like, dude, you're like really good at this. Like you're really good at this. I started, my brand just became the Pinterest person. And I'm like, well, okay. Never had any intent of actually doing anything with it and started. So I started like teaching me people on it and I started realizing everybody just wants me to do it for them. They were like, I don't have time for this. <laughs> like, I don't do my Pinterest. I'm someone who does it. Yeah. She's like, whatever you're doing is great, but like, can you just do it for me? And I'm like, oh shit, there's a market for this. Okay. All right. I did not know. So I started thinking about how I can grow because the community is almost like it's for chapter one through chapter five business owners, right? It's Mm -hmm. that education DIY kind of like you need to do everything yourself. You need to get scrappy. You're wearing all the hats, but I wanted to reach a different type of person because I know that where I'm at mentally and what I've, I've honed my craft so good. And I figured out what my secret sauce is and what I'm freaking good at. And that is repurposing content and Pinterest marketing, because that's what I've done for my business. That's how my brain works. And I realized by meeting more people and kind of up-leveling myself, um, other people don't think like that. And so I was like, well, how can I figure this out? So I started launching Pinterest management and then I started doing like an agency service. So that's kind of where I'm leaning towards now is utilizing my skill to what I feel like I'm very good at that. This is something too, I think a lot of people don't realize is something that you're good at that comes easy to you doesn't come easy to everybody else. And I don't think we realize that because we think Mm -hmm. like, oh, well, doesn't everybody know how to do this? And no, they don't. Like that's the beauty in what our paths are, our purposes are, is because we're meant to do something way different than everybody else. We have our own secret sauce. And that's something that I embraced. And finally, after I don't even know how long was like, wait, doesn't everybody think like this? when it came to like repurposing content. And I would teach that and people were like, no, I don't think like that. That doesn't even cross my mind. And that's when I knew I had another business lined up. I was like, well, okay, here we go. You know what I mean? Yeah, that is, I do know what you mean. And I think that's, I, you hit the nail on the head. And I think everyone listening, if you just think about like, what does come easy to you? You you actually could monetize that. It's, um, so I get asked all the time, how do you do all the things? How do you do all the things? And even before I had a team, I was asked that. And I was doing all the things. <laughs> 
And now we have people who do a lot of things, but I still do all the things that I love. I kept the things that I love doing. And I was like, doesn't everybody make their schedule about them? (laughs) Doesn't everybody like make it so that they have the morning that they want to have and that they work out when they want to do it. And then they time block these things. And it's like, no, actually people just let the day come at them. So, so I was like, okay, well, I guess our next thing is helping people with time management and helping them put themselves first. But it's so easy to think, well, it's just a schedule or it's just Pinterest. Like there's so many courses on it. It's like, no, the things that come easy for you, the things that you see, there is a, there's seven and a half billion people on this planet. There are a ton of people that that doesn't come easy to, (laughs) even if everyone that it came easy to monetize it, you still make money doing it. Dude, in this world, like I have paid people for stuff that I would have never in my life known people make money for, right? Like the more you actually meet people and you're like, wait, what do you do? Like, you know what I mean? What do you do? And then they tell you and you're like, well, yeah, I would totally pay you for that. Like right now I have, cause I'm signing on and doing my agency and I have Dubs Auto, right? Which my brain does not, Dubs Auto is fabulous, but my brain just bleh right? So it would take me four hours to do the onboarding process because I'm like, what the heck? This overwhelms me. My friend that I met in mastermind, that is what she specializes in systems and processes for clients and for agencies and for service-based businesses. And I'm like, what the hell? I paid her for it because I'm like, girl, you're going to give me eight hours and set up my whole thing. That is what she does. Like who would have thought, oh, I like being organized and creating systems because that's how my brain works. Let me charge for it. And guess what? She's crushing it. And who would have thought somebody like that loves systems and loves finding holes in people's systems and to, you know, automate and do that. Like she loves that. That doesn't even register on my mind. And I'm willing to pay top dollar for it because guess what? It helps me be able to do the things I do love like this stuff. Yeah. 100%. I, um, I, I think more people don't realize that the problems that they, that are frustrating them, it took, would have taken you eight hours, but also like probably a weekend before thinking like, oh my God, I have to sit down and learn this thing. And then like you get in, you're like, I freaking, and then it takes longer. Cause now you're like, I'm just gonna check my phone. Cause I'd rather do that than do this right now. And so it actually doesn't take eight hours, it takes 15 hours. And it's really stressful. <laughs> so I've definitely been there. Oh my gosh, my girlfriend, Renee, I would love to keep talking to you, but we have to get to some amazing tips and also help people find you because obviously now they're in love with you as much as I am. So we will tell everyone where they can find you in just one moment. I know how much you're enjoying this show. Me too. If you're looking to make more time for you and have more energy, get my free 30 minutes Pilates class at onlinepilatesclasses.com slash be it pod. If you're new here or haven't done this yet, this is a great way to start making yourself a priority. So head over to onlinepilatesclasses.com slash B-E-I-T-P-O-D. Now back to the show. Okay, so because people are gonna stalk you, like I want to stalk you, um, like I stalked you. <laughs> um, where, what's the easiest place for people to connect with you? How can they find you? Literally my girlfriend, Renee on everything made it easy for y'all. I even matched up my profile pictures. I swear when people are like, Oh, you can find me at my dash one, two, three girlfriend four, nine, two, five. I'm like, why do you do that to yourself? Make it easy. One name, one picture, all platforms. My girlfriend, Renee, find me on everything. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And they can, um, and they'll be able to see your, your community there and your podcast there. What's your podcast? Tell, tell everyone your podcast name. Oh too. my, oh yeah. So that one's different. So t- back up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've back got up, a partner in crime on that one. So it can't be hard. my girlfriend. <laughs> 
So it's Dreams to Plans podcast where it's just for small business owners. It's my other friend, Kat. I'm a co-host and she does stationery and wholesale and product and customer-based service. And it's just, it's a good mix of two different personality types. She's like the super sweet, caring, and I'm just like this witty freaking just nightmare of a person that just gives it to you like it is. Um, but it's it's a good way to get two different perspectives on your business. There's not a right or wrong way. So that's something that we truly believe in. It's called the Dreams of Plans podcast where we just talk about stuff like that. And it's just, it's everything you need for your small business, just two different perspectives. Yeah, I, I, um, I've, I've definitely been binging out and I, um, you know, I love it. I love it because you both do come, are very honest and sometimes you don't agree. And I'm like, that's right, because there isn't one way to do everything. And so you're not going to agree and you shouldn't. So yeah. um, it's been so awesome to have you here. Everyone, please stalk her there. And then, okay, last question I ask everyone because this is so inspirational and so fun, but I am all about people taking action because otherwise they are like, okay, that was a good download. And then they go on their day. So what is your, what are what would be your tips for help people be it? What is something that they could do to prioritize being bold or executable or find an intrinsic value and motivation or targeted steps? Dude, I mean, there's so many. One, the net will appear, right? We all know this. This is like rule number one in business. Jump and the net will appear. I guarantee it. But think of like every opportunity is, I like how you said trying things on. I think of it as a hallway, right? You're, the goal is to get to this master suite with the jacuzzi tub and the big like dope ass balcony view, right? But you're in this hallway and you have to open all of these doors to find out which one is the master bedroom. So if you don't open those doors and peek your head in and say, oh, this is a twin bunk bed. I don't want that one. How are you going to know? So say yes to all opportunities, stick your head in and see if it's something you want to pursue. So that way, if you don't want to do it, you close the door and you keep moving on your hallway. Do not feel like once you open that door, you're stuck there. All you got to do is hang out for a minute. Just hang out. See if you like it. If you don't like it, close it, shut the door. If you end up loving it, keep the door open. Cool. You learn something new. That's how I think of it. It's like, don't overthink it. Say yes to opportunities so you know whether you want to pursue them or not. Who are you to say no? Oh, that's beautiful. I love it. I was picturing the hallway. I was like looking at right? the doors and, and you know what? Some doors won't open and that's because it's not the door. Right? <laughs> and don't kick hard. it in. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Unless it's literally going, you know what? We're not even going to waste your time with this one. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> this exactly. is not for you. And trust that everything is happening. Like it's all happening in divine timing. Like everything is happening for you. It, I truly in my bones and proof, and I believe it in my core that that is true. Yes, there, I would love it. I think if everyone could be born with, this is all happening for you. Every, every time you fall, that was happening for you. <laughs> That's happening for you exactly. because we, the more we can ingrain that, uh, Anyways, all right. My girlfriend, Renee, love you so much. Love this chat. I'm going to want to do it again. So we'll have to figure out how to make that happen. Please screenshot this, share it on Instagram, tag my girlfriend, Renee, tag be it pot. Let us know your takeaways. It's how we get more information out there to people to help them be it till they see it. Until next time, see you later. Thank you. episode of the be it till you see it podcast one thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast also make sure to introduce yourself over at the be it pod on instagram i would love to know more about you share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it help us and others be it till you see it have an awesome day
Until You See It is a production of As the Crows Fly Media. It's written, produced, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. Kevin and Bell at Desenio handle all of our audio editing and some social media content. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music and our branding by designer and artist Gianfranco Cioffi. Special thanks to our designer, Jaira Mondal, for creating all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast. And our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week so you can. And to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.